0: What's up, people? It's me, Morgan. Uh, we're back with another episode of the RenPod. Uh, with me is a lovely special uh, guest, and it is.
1: Hi, my name is Ariel Ortiz. Um, I'm part of a podcasting um, co- group called the Undercast Company and um, where we just dis- our flagship podcast is called underrated and we talk about films that we feel are underrated underappreciated or ones have slipped under the radar and passed most people by um that is our bi-weekly like i said flash flagship um podcasts i do also um host a podcast called you've never seen question mark exclamation mark which is uh, my monthly podcast that uh i discuss films that are part of pop culture cinematic universe and either myself or my guests have never seen it and so we watch the person watches the movie for the first time and we get their reactions and have a a pretty fun discussion um that sometimes more often than I thought d- jump dives into like existential kind of conversations, which I, I've come to enjoy. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's who I am.
0: Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I, I definitely need to to check that out. I love, uh, I love kind of hearing about movies that I've never seen before and just kind of hearing people's first reactions to it. So I really got to listen to that.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I find I've been, cause for me, like, Um, there's so many movies that I haven't seen, even though like, you know, I love movies and stuff like that. So like, I kind of like came up with this idea of like, you know what I want to hear? Like, I love like having that conversation with somebody of like, you've never seen this. Oh, go and watch it. I want to like, and then it's such because it's like you get surprised by it. you have all this investment into it. So it's like really awesome to kind of share that kind of like, um, excitement and stuff with another person.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely get that. Um, but yes, thank you, Ariel, for uh, deciding to spend um, a lovely hour uh, or I don't know how long it's going to go uh, talking about the Arrowverse because you said you were a very big fan of it.
1: Yes, I'm a very big fan. Um, we're recording over Discord right now. And my thumb um, or my profile pic is a picture of Oliver Queen and, and uh, slash Green Arrow. So So yeah, no, yeah, it's definitely become a very important part of my life. So I'm ready to discuss it
0: okay okay so uh, let's jump off from there I, I i can assume based on the the profile picture that arrow is your favorite uh arrow verse show i'm assuming
1: yeah yeah it's definitely my favorite show uh <laughs> it, it it just came at a time where like um like i you know i i had already like begun my my um entrance into into like pop culture nerdism i i um kind of Uh, equate like my formal entrance to be like the the heroes kind of um and scrubs um kind of era (laughs) that those were the first two like um tv shows that i really like grabbed onto and like binged and like became nerdy about um so but arrow um just yeah the show like i i saw the first episode when it premiered and i was just grabbed by this character green arrow like i've always been a sucker for archery itself so um so yeah and i i love the portrayal of of oliver queen in it and like stephen amell's just a freaking amazing um and just took this character and and like made it his own and it's still like to me like such a great show um i i know it dipped a little bit in i would say in like just the only kind of like iffy i'm <laughs> the only iffy um season that i even have to admit is season 4 unfortunately um but my gosh like season 5 and on um just is, is gets better and better season 5 in my opinion is like the best season with prometheus and i i think prometheus is the best um villain in all of arrowverse um still do <laughs> Like nobody is as um upsurged him in in on the throne for, in my opinion, but but yeah yeah yeah
0: no I was and definitely it, I was waiting for you to like defend the, the like dip that arrow took was it like, was oh, just it's just season goodness.
1: four yeah no season four which is so like it just like is it it comes down to like then then the the. Um, villain of that season damien dark goes on to to legends of tomorrow and freaking is amazing in in legends of tomorrow and like you know they you could definitely see like they underutilize like the character and also neil neil um uh Derno uh, no um Lao i think it's called his last name is pronounced
2: like that. I, yeah I, he's <laughs>
1: he plays dum-dun dugan in in um in the mcu also yeah. um but yeah, like uh, it, that I can't uh, the more and more time passed, the more and more I'm like, hey, I I can't defend it. I know like <laughs> I want to try, but it was not the best season like like they had so much things to fix in the fifth season, but they did it <laughs> and they came back strong and and like uh, it, it's just I like um, I don't know. The, I don't want to give away the ending to like anybody, but the ending like is a very bittersweet ending um normally I, I i'm like a reluctant fan of bittersweet endings like i really do i'm a sucker for happy endings um yes, oh
2: so my yes
1: but but yeah the more and more I'm like well like okay like i i love the character so i'm like all right i I'll accept this bittersweet ending that makes me cry like every time i think about it and like you know like yeah, and, and because of that, I'm, like, it's still, like, I, I need, I know I need to get into Stephen Mell's new series, Heels. Um, uh, yes. I, I need to watch it. I've heard really good things about it, of course. Um, But, but, yeah, there's also, like, please, <sighs> like, I'm still not <laughs> over it. Like, it's been almost two years. It's been two years. It, like, yeah, yeah I think the, years. yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to get into it. But, but, yeah, so, like, Arrow was my first show like um it's the first show that i cosplayed like i have a green arrow cosplay um uh technically arrow is his arrow suit but i do want to get his final suit also um Mm -hmm. and it it has brought me personally so much joy and actually so like uh, one some of the best um uh friendships that i have now like uh um one of my my partners in undercast company we kind of like um uh one it was one of the things that we kind of like uh connected on when we when we started working with each other at at um our job that we used to have together And just talking about, you know, Arrowverse and all that. And then at Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, which I go to um, every year, I kind of like became friends with some of my best friends um, that, you know, we we live all across the United States. But we met at Comic-Con and um, that was because we're all going to the Arrowverse line of panels at Comic-Con and we just like met at the bus stop going over at the hotel, going over to Comic-Con and essentially spent the whole day together. And from that, like we are now like friends and like we go on trips together. And we like talk almost like every day, like texting and stuff like that. We're on a text chain. And, and then, um, I also, um, yeah, I also became friends with, with, uh, um, I don't know if, if with uh, Comic-Con, uh, if you know about it, like uh, one of the year's panels, this girl, little, this girl came up um, who was a cancer survivor and then like asked a question. And then uh, Stephen Mel gave her uh, her name's Sarah, um, gave her a necklace and then she came back and stuff. And I actually became friends with her, too, and her and her mom. Um, and. Right yeah so shout out to to sarah and and um and her mom holly and and her stepdad (laughs) so like shout out to all them because you know i you know i love being friends with them so so yeah so um it's been yeah one of my joys uh yeah yeah, now with arrow over uh i've kind of like i need to catch up on the flash and uh the the last season of, of Legends. Um when you get back to Batman. I did finish and it was such an amazing season of of Superman and Lois. Oh like, yeah, I haven't solid even started that yet. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It is like such a solid season. And oh. um I like I don't I, I'm pretty sure they haven't confirmed it, but I'm pretty sure it's like a it takes place like um in the future compared to like the present of the Mm. arrowverse like of like supergirl legends um batwoman and on in the flash because like they have teenage kids and i think in like crisis of of infinite earths their kids were their sons were still like um babies babies. yeah Yeah. so like that's why people are like well why can't they cross over i'm like isn't it obvious like yeah they could cross over but it's gonna be time travel like like they haven't formally said it but Anyway. <laughs> um on
0: it. But so yeah speaking of you said that, that Arrow was the first uh show that you kind of got into. Did you have like a um did you have like a past in reading comics or did you jump straight into the shows when it came to like comic booky stuff?
1: No, I had a past in reading comics. Um I remember my first comics were like Marvel like uh, um like, they were very thin graphic novels, but it was um, the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man. And I think I got them at an Albertsons, like, like, because oh Albertsons used to have like the magazine section and stuff like that. And like, um, and I got them from there. Like, yeah, so I still have them. I think I have it was it, I had a Fantastic Four, uh, Spider-Man and Marvel, like, encyclopedia.
0: and those were my three encyclopedia
1: yeah yeah it was like a very thin encyclopedia but um yeah so those were my first comics and i know like i i had like a little background in comics i i am more into comics now um because of yeah arrow a bit like i i do like read um a lot of green arrow and then but also um I think before Arrow, like I one of my my favorite comic book series is the Umbrella Academy. So um i I had read those, um and stuff like that. I have um uh it's not a first edition, but it's the first uh it's issue number one of Umbrella Academy signed by Jared Way. Uh-huh. Um I was a big I was a big uh um my chemical romance fan before before realizing like oh he's like this amazing comic book writer also <laughs> um oh my gosh
0: same but same. yeah
1: but yeah like he was just like there's this thing in um and I'm California uh that is called Wondercon is like the sister um convention to Comic-Con San Diego Comic-Con and he was just there and this was back in the time like it's not even that many it was like just like maybe Oh, like 6 years ago, mm-hmm. um where you could go in a line and like you had to like pick a ticket out of like a bag of like tickets, like you know, raffle tickets. And the one that has a star, you get to go to the signing. Oh, so I wow. went into this line, um I wasn't expecting to even like go, but I was like, oh, he's doing a signing. Let me get in line. So I went through this line, um, pulled a ticket, didn't have a star. But the the girl that was like holding the bag, the volunteer girl that was holding the bag, she's like, go through again, go through again. There's still more. And I'm like, OK. So I went through again and grabbed my second try. I, I grabbed a, a star ticket and. That I was nervous. Right there. <laughs> yeah, I was like nervous and stuff. But like, it it was so I was like, like kind of like nervously like when I got up to him. He's like, I was like, my, the boy is my favorite comic book char- One of my favorite comic book characters. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, God. thank you, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No, but, yeah. yeah. I really understand that very mm-hmm. much because like I was um like you, I was, I was a was very big fan of mychem before <laughs> I realized that like drawway is just it, like number one. It's very nerdy like comic book mm-hmm. writer person and then also like this amazing kind of just amazing everything he does. And he's very good at uh at comic books. Um And then like the second I could get my hands on a, on like an Umbrella Academy, I like snatched all of them. And I had this like mini freak out when Netflix was like, we're doing the Umbrella Academy. I did like a double take, you know, like when you when you see something that you love so uh-huh. much <laughs> and then mm-hmm. someone announces that it's going to be somewhere you didn't expect. <laughs> Like, yeah, I had but to look th- twice. I was like, "What?" Yeah,
1: yeah. Thankfully, like Netflix is knocking it out of the park with that. I'm like so excited, and I do, I do love the changes that they have made. Like, because it is definitely not the same as yeah. the series. They're kind of following some storylines of it, um, kind of, but like, it, like in a weird way, the next season, and I think the next series, the fourth series of the comic are gonna come out at the same time and they're gonna be kind of about the same thing. So I'm very interested in that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they they kind of did what um what Invincible kind of, I guess Invincible kind of did what they did really. And mm-hmm. a lot of like, a lot of comic book media kind of does this where they kind of shift things around a little bit to make it a bit I hate to say a bit more cohesive, but a bit more palatable to like television. Mm-hmm. I guess would be mm. better like phrasing because some things will not play well on the yeah. camera.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: no, but I really mm. did love because the second series, Dallas, is my favorite, ser- one of my favorite comic book series of all time. And so I really did yeah. enjoy the changes that they made, but also keeping it, keeping it the same. Like, I mean, the... um I, the one thing that I was like, I wish they had, because it's my, one of my favorite panels of any comic is when the agency, the time agency is essentially asking number five to come back and help them w- essentially stop his older self Um, in the comic. They like, like, we need you back and stuff like that. He's like, all right, I'll do it. But on one condition. And then the next panel is him holding a puppy like that's yeah. that was his condition and i love the hell out of it because like i just that's why i love the boy he's like an old man but still a boy kind of thing and that's i just love number five yeah
0: yeah he's very much like one of those people where like they were forced to grow up very quickly and then mm-hmm. when they become an adult like their house is full of like stuffed animals and like funko pops and like mm-hmm. all these things and you're like oh, yeah. oh you okay i get it <laughs>
1: You well know, that's yeah okay like, the, I I didn't expect to be like have a realization of like oh that's why I like the number five because he is me
0: <laughs> yeah like it's, I it's have, very much I, I feel the same way I'm, I'm that same type of person my room is covered in like posters and comic books and like all these mm-hmm. things that like you know you didn't get to enjoy them as a kid because you're like I got to be responsible you know mm-hmm. you become an adult and you're like I can just buy stuff I wanted
1: <laughs> yeah yep yeah, exactly
0: oh but yeah um so like you said uh kind of catching up on the flash i really gotta do that i stopped at about season four
1: maybe yeah it's gotten hard i mean like um especially in the last um seasons like i i love grant gustin's flash and stuff like that but i think just like the villains in my opinion have been lacking um and then them playing around with with so much with, with Godspeed has been just like, kind of <laughs> like, uh, like I, they, I haven't seen the, the, um, sec, the, this last season yet. So like, I know that they kind of, they might've like, I know that they, okay, now this is Godspeed and stuff like that, but I don't know if they even stuck the landing still. Like, but, yeah. uh, yeah, that's why it's like every time, like, especially with me being such a, um, uh, arrow stan like every time they're like oh the flash is better i'm like how how is it better (laughs) you know like yes he's part of the big yes he's part of like the big six of justice league like canonically but still like you know yeah yeah Yeah, that's why i
0: I, i've always felt that like the flash was lackluster because it leaned too much into like cop show than it did Mm. superhero show Mm
2: -hmm.
0: where every episode felt very like procedural and very formulaic where you could count the beats of exactly what was going to happen episode to episode and it would it would never change like there was no like surprise yeah. to it you'd be like okay and here's where he loses his speed for some reason there we go yeah. and he gets back 5 minutes later there we go <laughs> like yeah. it was very yeah. formulaic <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and um i think also a reason like i go for more of the darker tone real realism of 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 comic storytelling essentially that's why i do love the mcu a lot of because it's grounded in realism um but there's all there's this quote that oliver queen says in like i think it's the first crossover flash versus arrow um or arrow versus, no it's because flat flash is most important It's yeah, flash versus arrow <laughs> um where um oliver queen tells barry allen like like you live in Central City where it's sunshine all the time, and I live in Star City where you know, like it's people. Like I watched, um, some I watched somebody kill my mom. It was after Moira Queen died. Yeah. Um and stuff and so it's like yeah that's why I like it because like it's more real and I think that's why I l- am liking uh, um Superman and Lois so much is because it it is very grounded even if you were talking about Superman you know they could have gone in the way of Flash you know being like you know like just extravagant and stuff like that but it has been such a grounded show about like small town life and especially nowadays of small town life and also um, I don't want to give too much away, but also yeah, like having teenage kids in this day and age, and also having a kid who has like kind of like um a, a ment- like a mental disorder or he has like anxiety, high anxiety and stuff like and that, yeah. and that that playing in, um, I'm just loving it. And then yeah, like like and I and I very much like um compare. The relationship that an Arrow of Oliver Queen and Felicity Smoke had where it's very different from from flashes of of Barry and and Iris, where they, you know, the 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 famous like we are the flash kind of thing where it's kind of like they're like it's just like there's too much like they're not separated enough in my opinion yeah. or and like the he she's kind of like yeah but anyway but with oliver and flissy um Flissy smoke they were very much like their own separate people um they had skills that for the missions that they were on depended on each other you know so it was very much that kind of thing and that kind of like um uh a, a relationship and that's the relationships that I enjoy in storytelling and that's what like lois Superman and Lois are doing too because like they're very like can handle themselves but also like trust in each other that they could handle themselves like there was like in the first season of of Superman and Lois, there is no point where they are they doubt that they could do something you know mm-hmm. like or, like um there's a point where like, yeah, like, like whenever Lois is in trouble, Clark knows that like she could handle herself. And if she she can't, she he knows that she could she will call him and stuff like that. So yeah. there's very much like I I love that part. And like, um, I just love what they're doing with the show. And I really hope that it continues on that path, the path that it is. Yeah.
0: Oh, definitely. Like, I'm I'm one of those people where I'm not completely on the opposite end of the spectrum of like how what I like in in terms of like gritty and realistic um, mm-hmm. like Legends of Tomorrow is my favorite uh, it, it, Arrowverse show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's own thing. I love legends. Oh, my gosh. I, the reason why I haven't caught up is just I, ha- I don't have time. That is my first go. Like, that's the one that I will catch up with first. I just freaking love their zaniness. Oh, yes. I love it. Uh, like, but like, we're we're, sa- <laughs> we're like not including the first season, though.
0: Yes, of course, not including the first season. The first season is kind of it's a weird it's it's like a weird mix of they didn't really know what they were really doing yet. They yeah. weren't ready to like lean fully into like they didn't, like, find,
1: they didn't find their tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on yes. the topic of Funko Pops. So they created Funko Pops that first season for Legends of Tomorrow. I, to this day... Even though I, I don't care that I, it it's causing me to not have the full set of them, I refuse to buy the Hawks. They made Hawk. Oh. Uh, they made pops of Hawkman and Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl was uh um uh, I think exclusive to Barnes and Noble, which I work at. Um, and it stood on the shelf for like two years. Like no one bought it and but yeah and even me like i could get a discount on it but nope i'm like i refuse i refuse to do it i mean i especially like hawkman and hawk girl are like very good characters in the comics and like we'll they see really what are. they do and um of hawkman and black adam um but but yeah it's just like i refuse
0: <laughs> do you feel about them how i feel about jason todd and titans I'm a Have huge s- Jason Todd fan, and okay. I'm so angry every time I watch that show.
1: Have you seen the new series season, though?
0: I started it.
1: <laughs> okay. No, he's gotten better. He's gotten better. I know I was on the same boat, but I think his... Red Hood is a bit better. Yes, there's that bit, but that's that's Jason Todd. Mm. Jason Todd is an annoying bitch. I'm sorry, he's a whiny bitch a bit. <laughs> he has that element, but as Red Hood, he's gotten a bit better, and I'm like, really hoping he carries on. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. I agree. Like. Well, I mean, he he had a. I'm very surprised that you liked him in the in the comics because he's had a lot going against him from the beginning. But like the comics, like everybody, everybody ends up he gets better once he turns into Red Hood. Because yeah, Robin, Jason Todd, Robin has always been a a sore subject, but but um, Jason Todd, Red Hood, he's okay, kind of.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, to see, I think it was because I was um I was born right around that transition. From Jason to Tim, right? Like in mm-hmm. like as as far as like my family is concerned, because um, so I had like I grew up in the beginning because my uncle collected like Batman comics and stuff. He has like mm-hmm. a bunch of old Batman comics that he gave to me when I was uh when I was younger. So I started reading comic books with like Jason era Robin stuff, and then as I got older oh. and I was able to buy my own comics. Tim was like Tim was the Robin that was of my adolescence mm-hmm. so like so I, I kind of transitioned growing up to like I loved Jason and I hated so much I hated like everything I did to him in the comics so much I was like why does everybody hate my boy like <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I very much like I resonated with Jason to it to like a certain degree because like I was, yeah, I was a kid from from New York. And like I, I was like, I loved reading books and I loved school and I loved all these things. And I saw that in Jason and eventually I saw that in Tim as well. Um, When like when that transition happened, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the same, except he's a rich kid. Like, <laughs> But like Jason was very much I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of like a he's a very smart kid, but he's also very street smart. And they didn't really let that show until he became Red Hood.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Which they are doing in this too. <laughs> Cause like, um, especially yeah. with the last season, the last episode, um, the one that came out on Friday, um, they show a lot of his like um street kind of connections and stuff like that.
0: And yeah, and yeah. He's, he's very, it's very it's harmful because I, I hated it. I hate it so much because like, especially in, in television, most of like most of the especially Batman, the animated series and a lot of these shows, they portray Tim as if it's Jason. Like they give him all of Jason's characteristics and everything, mm. but they just say, well, it's Tim because oh. we all kind of know what happens to Jason. And like and they were like, well, we can't have a Robin die. So a lot of like the television characteristics of Tim were just Jason's attributes. So they were like, well, he's cool and he's kind of the brash one and the bold one. And until like Titans, we hadn't really seen Jason on television. And I like latched on to that show so bad because I was like, I just want Jason. Please just give me something. Yeah. <laughs> I really well, just I... got Lobdol comics because I needed yeah. it so bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think... um so far this this third season of Titans, I've been liking a lot. Yeah, yeah. So um, you definitely like he is definitely. I'm feeling as being a really good Red Hood. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I real the 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 third episode is all Jason. Jason. Um, a lot. yeah, but it it's I I think that you know because. I, I think they, they've they gotten better at him. I'm hoping that you enjoy him like this third season because like I am really liking him and like I was even saying he's really good. He's really good. Like I'm really liking it. Um, And they've already kind of like yeah, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away but <laughs> I'm liking especially the last episode which was all Jason. I was like this is like such a good episode. So, so oh, yeah. it's like I'll, I'll leave it to I've that.
0: always said I've always said I want like one of my career um, goals in the future is I want to direct the live action Red Hood movie. Mm. I want to do
1: it. Under the Red Hood one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man.
0: On either Under the Red Hood or like a completely new story, because I feel like you can't really top mm-hmm. the animated version of Under the Red Hood. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't think a live action adaptation would top that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But there's yeah, so much sure. to draw from. <laughs> mm
1: hmm. Yeah, no, no, and um I was just like, uh, the, yeah, I don't want to give away. I wish you watched the episode because <laughs> I want to talk about it. Like it was such a good episode. Yeah, um, that's oh, another. I'll,
0: I'll s- watch it tonight. I'll have to watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's another um se- series that I'm, I'm keeping up on. It's gotten really good. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm also like watching Stargirl, too. Stargirl is, is, oh, Stargirl is pretty that. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start I, I so badly wanted
0: to start that. I just never had the time to like really sit down and watch it. And I so I keep seeing it. I'm like, I want to see this so bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, Courtney herself might get on your nerves a bit. She's just to the naivety of her sometimes. Um oh, okay. but all of the auxiliary characters are pretty good. Like, um, I I really like uh, um uh what's his name? Um the one that Hourman, um, but oh, yeah, right.
0: They have JSA in there, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're the oh, wow. new JSA, yeah. So they have the old JSA oh, and man. then the new JSA, and now they're slowly showing the flashbacks of the old JSA. So I'm like, yes, oh, yeah.
0: my god Like mm-hmm. I've I've always this is like this era of like shows is what I always dreamed about as a kid because I I so badly I loved the the JSA and I loved uh Alan Scott's Green Lantern and Our mm-hmm. Man was really cool. Um, but I really enjoyed uh, like Alan Scott, Green Lantern, Steel, which we got in Legends of Tomorrow, and oh, Obsidian.
1: Just wait, mm-hmm. Steel, you you have to see. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get that because that's oh a big God. reveal. Mm-hmm. That's a reveal, but once you see the shows that I've been talking about, you'll be, you'll find, you'll find something kind of thing.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, because I was always I a very like, I was always a very, like, deep, like, kind of deep cut comic book fan. Because, like, I, I loved Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man mm. so much. There's Spider- Spider-Man's Spider all over my room. Uh, like, I was a basic child where I was like, Spider-Man's the best. But I also yeah. like, always had, like, very deep cut kind of characters on my shelf for, for like mm. comic book stuff. Like, the, um like, Wiccan and Speed are, like, two of my favorite characters. So oh, I always, wow. I got... Yeah, I won a first uh a first like issue copy of Young Avengers um in a poker game.
2: Oh wow <laughs> that's
1: like high school <laughs> Wow that's some like like um backdoor kind of like like poker game <laughs> a nerd nerd yes. level backdoor <laughs> poker game We're we're betting where you know it's comic books in the pot kind of thing. First <laughs> yes rolling. high high roller table first editions.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it, that's like one of my favorite things to like when people come to my house and they like see like my uh, my like my nerd shelves, which have like, you know, it's got like a Red Hood helmet. It's got all these like comic books I've collected over the years. And they see like this, like this old first edition Young Avengers that I can never sell because it will not be graded well. But, like, <laughs> but it's like sitting yeah. there and they're like, what's the story with that one? I'm like, oh, let me tell you, let me regale you with the story how <laughs> I came into possession <laughs> of this.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, yeah, yeah. But um, oh man, what was it? Uh, dang it, I was going to say like speaking. I was going to go off on a tangent, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like that too. Like my, um, I know my undercat, my under, no, my um, Umbrella Academy um comic wouldn't grade too well because so i so going back to that story i got the ticket i'm like yes and i was like oh no what am i gonna have him sign because i came to that i wasn't expecting even like try to get this um signing so i went i ran down to the comic book alley um, of the of the convention and like found a vendor that was selling under an uh, uh, umbrella academy one so i was like oh my gosh they grabbed it but it was like just a random copy so definitely i don't think it's like high quality but but still i have it framed i probably won't grade well but
0: yeah i mean yeah. that's more important honestly you got it signed you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so you yeah, can put yeah. that on the wall and like pass that down and be like just remember children
2: Never
1: selling. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No, that was one of my favorite things. Um, that's kind of still is one of my favorite things about like New York is. Um, NLA LA kind of had meltdown comics for this as well. Like we have Midtown Comics where mm-hmm. I could I could always go and kind of get like you know get like these older like first uh first issue comics of like from the seventies or eighties and get them for like three bucks or four bucks. And I would just spend some days like after work or or like coming back from like writing or something like that. And I would just go to Midtown and I would just like look through and I have like some Animal Man comics from like the 70s. Like I just picked up so many things that I never would have been able to find anywhere else, like just in pristine condition. And I love that so much.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely awesome.
0: No, but yeah, it's like there's so... So you've seen a lot more of the shows than I have. Mm. If you were to say Arrow notwithstanding, if you were to say a second favorite Arrow vs. Shell, what are you going to pick?
1: Uh, so if it's like Earth Prime, it would probably be Legends. Um, Yeah, I think Legends would be my second. Or no, no, no. Superman and Lois now. Hopefully it continues on. Painful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well uh it's a tie i'll say it's a tie i'll say it's a tie i think legends will edge it out because it 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 has had more seasons it's it you know it brought back our constantine which i love that (laughs) that show of on nbc nbc has butchered. uh nbc has gotten rid of two goods of shows in in recent history that i'm i kind of like getting furious at them they just canceled um um man, zoe's uh, extraordinary oh i no man, man... i no, i, man, I... So I, know, it the... I think that? it was um but they yeah. just canceled zoe's extraordinary playlist i'm really? like why <laughs> yes ah oh, i'm so pissed it was like, so good such a good show it
0: is about like re- like there's really good shows out there and they mm-hmm. do not get like the play that they deserve like i was um Last year, uh, like everyone else, I was in my home um, doing nothing all day long. Uh, so I was like, let me turn on Hulu for the first time in four years. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I pay for it for some reason. I was like, I don't know. And I was like flipping through and I came across like uh, Beauty and the Baker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I, I watched this whole thing in a night, like this entire show I watched it in a night because I hadn't like, I had, I had never heard of it at mm-hmm. all because ABC never advertised it even a single bit and i like loved it immediately cuz i was like oh yeah this is like this is how like a lot of cuban families are like i have you know i have cuban people in my family and i was like this is exactly how my family is a lot of times but like, again it felt very authentic and very like very wonderful i was like oh this is awesome and then they were like it's canceled and i was like why why would you do this to me
2: mm-hmm.
1: oh my gosh But you picked
0: all the boxes <laughs>
1: yeah yeah no one thing that i was like thinking about like if you were gonna come this is leading up leading into it that i was like oh man what can we talk about um uh, but on that note one of the things that i really just recently like thought of that doesn't get recognition enough is is the USA network shows that they were had banger after banger like yes. um and they w- they allowed them to like Go from start to end. I mean, we're talking about, yeah, like monk, psych, um, necessary roughness, royal pain, suits, uh white yeah, collar, uh, white collar, burn notice, all of them, banger after banger, solid, solid series, not just season series. And it's not talked about enough. I know, like really M- Mr. Robot got a good amount of recognition. And stuff like that but i don't think like i haven't heard of anything else coming out i haven't seen mr robot like because my time on the usa network like kind of like dwindled out um you know but uh but yeah like it's not talked about enough and like that that is how and, and then also like going off of nbc that's an nbc ser- um you know owned universal owned um Network.
2: network,
0: yeah. And it's
1: like well, you're doing it so right on this network, and you're doing it so wrong on that
0: network. You know, it's so, so it's wh- like white collar is still one of those like shows where if I'm talking to somebody because I, you know, I, I work in uh, I work in television. I'm a director. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what I do for work. Um, so when I like talk to people and I tell them that, they immediately go, "Oh, what television shows can you recommend to me?" And I'm like, "I don't know why you would ask me this. I'm not a critic, but." <clears throat> But they immediately go, And I will always tell them,, uh, like white collar is like one of the first things I'll always say because it's like it's it ticks every box for like a good TV show. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's fun. It's campy, but it's serious at times. You get heartfelt moments. and it's like, and it's a crime show. Who doesn't love a crime show? Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, I was just like because you know while I should be like going and catching up on shows or watching shows that have come out, new new shows that come out that I I want to see again. I'll, I there's also another lane like oh man, I want to go back and watch like yeah, White Collar. I want to go back and watch like Heroes or I want to go back and yeah. watch um Fringe. Fringe is one of my other favorite television shows of all time um but but yeah i'm like oh i want to go back and watch these shows yeah i think like yeah and then also burn notice like i don't know if you watched burn notice but but yeah it had like i think white collar and burn notice had one of the like two of the best like series endings like ever and so good Um, yes
0: like I was a big um, I I find that TNT to a lesser degree, um, mm. at least for a while, for like some of the shows that I watched, had a pretty good run. Like Leverage is still one of my favorite shows.
1: Oh, I love Leverage. I they they came out with this uh, sequel series on IMDb, I think.
0: Yes, I've been watching yeah. it. It's not nearly as good, but it's not bad. Like it's mm. kind of it's a it's a good watch if it's like. Ten o'clock at night, and you're like, I want to watch something because I can't sleep. want on yeah. like, Leverage Reborn or, or something. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I want to. Like, I mean, it yeah, I have that
0: same feel.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to watch it too because, like, yeah, I loved Leverage, and I also loved the Librarians, <laughs> Librarian series too. So, like, oh and I God. know Noah Wiley's in that too. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yes. Like, cause I'm, I'm a very big, uh, like you said, I'm a very big Noah Wiley fan. I'm a very big Aldous Hodge fan. and I'm a very big Christian Kane fan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah. like the librarians hit a lot of like, and I, I love the librarian movies from like, I feel like that was a very underrated, like Indiana Jones ripoff that was very good. And no one ever talks about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was just like it, but it was like you know, like yeah, kind of like had the elements of Indiana Jones, but it was also unique and like kind of like having elements of of like, ex, um, especially with the series, like kind of having elements of like Back to the Future and stuff like yeah, that yeah, too, yeah.
0: kind of thing. Yeah, I loved that show so much because like mm-hmm. I I grew up kind of like I loved the Mummy and like all these adventure movies that kind of died out mm-hmm. over you know over time around the early two thousands. Like the adventure movies kind of really died out. And then the librarians librarian was still there. Like that was one franchise that just kept going. And I was like, wow, Noah Wiley's cashing these checks. You know, these movies are good. They're still happening. Like it's keeping yeah. adventure alive.
1: Yeah. He didn't need to with ER, but he still did it. Kind okay. Of I think. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Man. You know, like, that too. is like, all about that too. Like, I'm like, I have, I've like, I, it's like, um, i was what because like uh, i was watching like this one youtube this doctor that has a youtube channel and he like reacts to to medical shows being a real doctor and he did one on er i'm like oh man like i kind of want to go rewatch (laughs) er so yeah yeah yeah
0: some things like some things do not hold up and i i feel sad about it on on one on one hand but also kind of like yeah no it makes sense on the other hand like entourage doesn't hold up at all <laughs> like,
1: yeah i, I just like, heard that too like somebody another podcast i i watch um they were they were talking about just that like it doesn't hold up it's bad <laughs> kind of thing
0: really doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like it is very much of its time like mm-hmm. i i had a friend um who was like who was talking about it and they because they hadn't seen it before and they kind of started with uh they saw the movie and they're like oh that was a pretty interesting movie that came out uh called entourage and i was like oh yeah that that's like a continuation of the show and they're like what there was a show and i was like yeah 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 uh, and they're like can we can we watch it and i was like fine and then we watched the first episode and we both looked at each other and was like yeah no we can never watch that again that's mm-hmm. gone
1: <laughs> yeah 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 it's why i'm like so interested in like like i never watched the series i watched like i think the second movie um but like sex in the city like they're making a third movie and it's like is Ooh. that going to really work okay thing like i guess it Ooh. would but we'll see yeah
0: yeah like i i still haven't looked at the new gossip girl yet
1: oh um. no yeah no i never watched <laughs> the first the first run like i know the twist i know what who is actually gossip girl because you know, it's one of those things of like that gets advertised after the fact and stuff like that. But, but yeah, in that realm, like yeah, some should be like like psych for, for example, like they're just gonna keep on doing movies, which are freaking awesome. I love it. I love them. Um, they're they're um, filming the third one right now. Um, but there's also like yeah, series is like nah, you shouldn't revisit them. Like um, like yeah, like on. I well, I guess entourage m- during the movie was like it was okay, but like, yeah, like Sex in the City. I don't know if he should. One that did really well was El Camino. Like, I loved El Camino. Um, yeah. but but yeah, yeah, it's like, like, uh, on that being like, uh, th- there's a whole thing of like, I want original content and stuff like that. And it sucks when that original content guy gets thrown out the window, like. <laughs> like NBC did with with Zoe and Extraordinary, you know, playlist. But but then yeah, also there's like, but I want to revisit these new these old worlds and stuff like that. So just checking on them. Like I would love if they come back with another with a a white collar like movie. That would be awesome, especially with how it ended. Oh, like yeah. they could definitely talk do a a a movie.
0: Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. like I I I think about it. Constantly, where I'm like Matt Bomer still looks great. Like Matt they Bomer can get everybody back works. together.
1: Like- uh, Matt Bomer and um, Zachary Quinto broke my heart. So they both came out at the same time, and I had crushes on Siler and and Neil Caffrey. They both come out at the almost the same exact time. I'm like, no, you know- like what does this mean to me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the pain, the pain is is very, it's it's palpable. A lot of times mm-hmm. when that happens, um, because I I remember uh, watching X Men and then Elliot Page
2: came yeah. out. And I was like, no. <laughs>
0: Like the pain that, that yeah. coursed through my veins. That guy that has
1: like, wow. a six pack now. That's what it oh, he really really hard. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes. I was like, why do you have a better six pack than me? I'm angry about this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> like it was it was painful. Like, um, but yeah, you kinda that, that pain really hits you deep down. Um, but it like I I still think about this every time. Um, when people bring up like adventure movies, right? They, of course, mm-hmm. the 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 main name that uh, that comes to mind is Brendan Fraser.
1: Mm-hmm. The Renaissance uh, is upon us. Sorry, it
0: really is. I'm so excited <laughs> for it. Like, and I, I always love to ask people, um, when like when I'm just talking to them in, in regular conversation, like, what is your favorite Brennan Fraser movie?
1: Oh, man, I think it is. It is classic mummy. I think that's when I was kind of introduced to him. Um, Airheads is an underrated version. I love Airheads. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's the one with him, Steve Buscemi um, and and Adam Sandler. I that movie is really good. And like it's is. um yeah that one's really good um oh wh- one of the ones that are kind of like just nichely close to my heart is is monkey bone so like yes. we 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 um we on our on our underrated podcast that's that was one of my choices and it was it's very random so like speak going back to that albertson's that albertson's had a movie rental like p- place in their in their um oh, wow. in in the store and so one of the movies that i rented was monkey bone i don't know how my parents like said it was okay i mean i guess they saw you know brendan frazier and a comic and a cartoon monkey yeah there was a zombie on it guy on it but they were like <laughs> okay go and watch it i watched it of course like i i liked it of course like the the it, it still creeps me out today but that whole um his whole dream <laughs> sequence yeah, um kind of, it still freaks me out um there was that but yeah I kept like re-renting it re-renting it so and then for the podcast like I hadn't watched it for like 10 years and I re-watched it I'm like I know it's not the greatest but it's I love it I like it kind of thing so <laughs> so yeah and I like his character in it oh yeah
0: oh yeah see monkey bone for you was what the matrix was for my family like i was allowed to watch the matrix at like seven years old Mm -hmm. and that's not a thing that should have been allowed
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: like i just kind of i remember watching that and then like for for stuff that freaked me out like i definitely i had that same kind of like terrified moment that still kind of haunts me to this day with like um chitty chitty bang bang really child catcher
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah yeah. Oh, man, I love like, Chitty Chitty Big Bang.
0: Freaked me out so uh, much when I was a kid. And like, even now, like if I hear it, I'm like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> I think one of the ro- but, most. Yeah, I think one of the r- most romantic scenes is in Chitty Chitty Big Bang with the them, you know, the the. Um, ballerina box and and then uh and the raggedy and doll kind of like um thing so like oh man i like i uh, i love that scene and i i think like you could just it's one of the most romantic scenes for me and like especially with him singing to her and stuff man dick van dyke i love you
0: (laughs) I love that movie so I, I. When I tell you I watched this VHS to the point where the tape rubbed off, like it started getting, like it was mm-hmm. missing a scene, right where like the the king and his uh his wife are like in the bedroom, like it's missing that scene because I watched this VHS tape <laughs> so many times yeah. I loved that movie so much. Like I used to sleep to uh to Dick Van Dyke singing um like uh, Hush by Mountain, uh, oh, because well. it's just very soothing. Like- mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's very like you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, man.
0: uh For Brendan Fraser films,
1: uh-huh.
0: I'm a very big fan of Inkheart, and I'll even I'll say it. Journey to the Center of the Earth was not bad, but yeah. Inkheart holds uh it holds e in my heart.
1: <laughs> I still n- never seen Inkheart. Um, I saw Journey to the Center of the Earth. That one, I I yeah, I didn't mind it, especially with my crush on Josh Hutcherson. Um, <laughs> I didn't yeah. mind it. Uh, but, but yeah, like I, I do need to, I've heard good things about it. I've, I think we might, I might bring it up for underrated because I've heard good things like, like, yeah, I was poorly rated at the time, but now like in recent days, it's like kind of like been a bit of like a hidden gem. And so I think I might bring that one up actually. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. it It is. Mm-hmm. It is a lovely like movie. It's about, you know, it's just a single dad, you know, loving books and taking care of his daughter. Like it is. It checks all the boxes for me of like everything I need because like I get I think I'm desensitized at this point to a mm. lot of things in like television and movies because like I I you know I work in it and I like my parents worked in it and my grandparents worked in it and like I have family all over the place in it so it's like I've seen thousands of hours of television and movies mm. and like my brain <laughs> just blocks out ninety percent of it at this point. So, like, <laughs> so, like, I, I look for very specific things when I'm like watching a movie or watching a TV show. I'm like, okay, if it has this, 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 and this, I can watch it and I'll enjoy it. Otherwise, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like be on my phone. We're gonna be thinking about something else. I'm gonna be start looking at like how many jump cuts they have in between. Oh like, no! <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, no. I hope I never get to that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I mean, it's just like I- I'm really glad that he's coming back. I I love him in Doom Patrol. Um, speaking going speaking Yay. back to the Arrowverse, it's technically in the Arrowverse. Um, just on a different Earth. But but yeah, I'm loving um Doom Patrol. I can't wait for that. Yeah yeah.
0: I cannot wait for the next. Yeah, channel. like I love how wacky that show is, and like mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I love Doom Patrol mostly because of Beast Boy. I'm a very big fan of uh of Beast Boy, and I'm I'm very excited for the uh. have you seen the like Greg Piccolo? I think his name is um or their name is I think I think it's, I think they go by they them. Um, have you seen their artwork on on Twitter?
1: Oh yeah 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 Greg Piccolo yeah I have his books yeah um i yeah yeah, i i follow him yeah he's really cool um he's the next one is gonna be because he did a raven one first and a beast boy and then now he's doing a raven and beast boy oh yeah i love his um his artwork and it like somebody like brought up like they better do like (laughs) a, a animated version of this of the his his um um they're not well, it's like not teens because they're like, you know, in relationship, but like young adult kind of like um Titans, you know, as an animated version, like a lot of people want that, like me um, included. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely be it would definitely be awesome. And yeah, like. Like even like his 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 comics are like so like it, and they're just like most of the time one panel are very engaging like um there's like one set of panels is of like you know Robin t- trying to tell the the group that he is Red X and stuff like that and you kind of see all these kind of like um panels that he has released on And I'm like yeah I want to know like that looks like an awesome because Teen Titans like the OG Teen Titans not not Teen Titans Go was like such a awesome series and i think he captures that kind of thing too in his in his storytelling
0: yeah most like i much like you i have the uh the beast boy run and the raven uh solo as well and i've already pre-ordered my beast boy loves raven copy uh, mm-hmm. that'll be here i think next month excited about mm-hmm. that um and like i and i was a massive fan of like the original teen titans uh series because I was a big while in the comics, I was a very big fan of the Outsiders more than the Teen Titans because I felt like they were just I don't know. I guess I was an edgy kid. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what it was. Um, But when it came to the show, like Teen Titans felt very new and very fresh in a time where, like, you only had Smallville on air. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. Um. No, uh, going back to Piccolo, I also have um, his uh, when he had his Kickstarter for Icarus and the Sun. That that is a very like um, I I don't know if he's selling it anywhere, um, or if it was just through the Kickstarter. I'm sure he's selling it somewhere, but yeah, that was a good series too of his. And he wrote that one like I the Beast Boy and the um, Raven ones are co-written by Cami Garcia, who co-wrote um, one of my favorite. Um, uh, book series of of beautiful creatures, um, oh, which yeah. I recommend, and and that's why I, I like the comics too, because Beautiful Creatures is kind of like a very dark um, love kind of story too. Like really good. I love I love Beautiful Creatures.
0: Yeah. Um, if I remember correctly the movie adaptation did not live up to the book at all.
1: I enjoyed the movie. Um I'm very lenient like on on movies like when, when it comes to like <laughs> ad- it has to be really horrible. Um they did take the yeah. they combined two characters together. Um when, which is one of the main things like uh Violet Davis' character in the movie is a combination of the librarian character and the voodoo lady um so um but i enjoyed the movie um i'm not surprised that they didn't make more um but because but the movie actually kind of like um wrapped up the story too because like uh in the movie at the end like her eye changes like saying that oh she's accepted just that one um thing which kind of wraps up that story whereas in the book it kind of takes longer and more development and all this stuff for for her to choose a side or be split kind of thing
0: yeah interesting so Mm -hmm. if you're you're very lenient on films adaptation of things how how did you feel about uh the golden compass were you were you on that as well
1: film um the The film film, not the show (laughs) not the show because the show is very much um staying true to it uh the film yeah it kind of like took two the one that i caused me to stop reading this the book series was aragon that movie caused me to stop reading the book series so i would think that that's the worst one um It it is yeah yeah um but golden compass yeah um it it, it 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 was okay i think the show is really good um they took you know they made um lee scornsberry's character a bit bigger which i love because it was Lynn manuel but they did something that i was like made me cry i <laughs> will leave you with that um oh, no. yeah
0: I, I definitely I have my like Aragon is I think for everybody Aragon is at the top of like worst adaptations of almost anything mm-hmm. um as far as like books to movies go and mm-hmm. then under that is probably surprisingly it's not Golden Compass it's uh it's Narnia Prince Caspian um <laughs>
2: yeah. well
1: I liked the I didn't read Prince Caspian in the book but I I like the the movie and I mean it did help to give us Ben Barnes, which is he's been awesome, and, and uh and he was in awesome in The Punisher, and then now he speaking he's of right. another book book adaptation, he's he's awesome in in um Blood and I mean um Shadow and Bone Shadow
0: and Bone yeah mm-hmm. yeah he like, just it hurts it hurts so bad because like I I wasn't a big fan of like the C.S. Lewis uh books. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of them from the beginning. Like Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe is probably the, the like one that I could palette the most. But after that, like it, it was very, you know, it was very what it was. I went to a very religious school and it was it was very leaned heavily into that. Um, so I was like when I watched the movies, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Prince Caspian kind of like it just it felt weird. It felt like they were trying to transition the the like series more towards like a more palatable kind of almost like popcorn movie style mm-hmm. and taking away from like what did work about lion witch in the wardrobe, which was kind of like, it didn't lean heavily on the books with, uh, with the original, like the first movie, it kind of just, you know, it was loud to breathe. It, it, it kind of had a little bit of a Hollywood feel, but it was a deeper story there. Um, than I felt like was coming off in Prince Caspian where they were just kind of like, let's make a popcorn movie. Cause we've got like two movies into this already. We're mm-hmm. good to go. We can just throw stuff out there energy yeah. really good and they felt like they were rushing things with like the books yeah. at that point it felt like Oz awesome had powerful to me <laughs> yeah
1: yeah they um on that they uh I enjoyed the Percy Jackson films but they did rush through a lot of things hey. in those series uh I'm very easy to to like um to to um satisfy when it comes to movies so it takes a lot like when i say a movie is really bad then like that means that it is really bad like um one of the famously ones that i was like i came out of the theater and like from from leaving the theater to getting to my car i rewrote a whole movie of is um fan uh, fan fan stick um the bad oh, fantastic yes. Oh, yes, four yes yeah, yes yeah but that movie caused me to rewrite the movie into like this is what they should have done and this is what would worked <laughs> and stuff like that and i rewrote the whole movie front to back on a walk from the theater to my car kind of thing so oh, so yeah
0: i i actually i feel you i did the same exact thing with that movie. Yeah. <laughs> i left the theater and this has happened two times in in my uh before before like going to like actually going opening nights and stuff just on random weekends uh i've had people like ask me like theater workers like be like hey what do you think of that movie um which i think happens pretty often to people and like the first time was with apollo 18 which i loved more than anything and i went to that with my mother and she told the guy that movie sucked. And then when we got to the car, she like, she, I guess she had time to think about it from the time we mm-hmm. got out of the, theater to the car and she went, that was a great movie. And I like stared at her for five minutes straight. Like, but then like another dude asked me when I left Fan forcing. he was like, what did you think of that movie? I was like, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. That was possibly the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I. <laughs> I need to go bleach my eyeballs. Um mm-hmm. go home and watch Summer Catch after this.
1: <laughs> Summer Catch. I was just thinking of that movie recently too, like Summer Catch, Cat. man. Yeah, I, I was love just that like, movie so I much. love that movie. Yeah, as I was thinking of like, um, uh, before our recording yesterday, I we like came up. We were just talking about like, yeah, like um. Um, sports movies and stuff like that and I, like i was like i didn't mention but i was like oh yeah, summer catch is a good one too yeah <laughs> so yeah
0: like as a person oh like, no we were talking fan. about
1: we were talking about um we because we were talking about the minors the minor league and we were just discuss- we were explaining it to, them, to our uh, other corner um our other co-host and that was like oh yeah like yeah summer catch like that's what sparked it yeah
0: yeah, like I'm a I'm a very big uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. fan. Oh yeah, um, and also a very big baseball fan, mm-hmm. and also a very big rom com fan. So that movie yeah. just like it encapsulated everything I loved. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no, I I did I do love Summer Catch. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, because like I'm a bit like uh, you know I'm from I'm from New York, so it's it's a very big baseball town,
2: very mm-hmm. big
0: baseball town. Yeah. Um, so and. My family had a, you know, we had we had rivalries within the family because I'm I'm a, I, oof, people are gonna roast me for this. I'm a Yankees fan. It's mm-hmm. Not it's not my fault. I spent a lot of I was spent a lot of time in Manhattan. It's not my fault. Um, and my grandmother was a Mets fan.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: th- within the city, it's there's a there's a battle of wills between <laughs> Yankees fans and Mets fans. So yeah, like seeing summer catch and kind of like you know, like I grew up kind of in that like you know, minor leagues and watching the Brooklyn Cyclones at Coney Island on the weekends and kind of seeing all these guys go from like, you know, from sand lots to like playing in the minors and like summer catch, it really encapsulated that feel of like something that I grew up knowing. I was like, yeah, this is the thing. This is it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like for us here, I live in Southern California, um, like literally. Thirty minutes away from from Angel Stadium, so there's a lot of Angels fans. But then also, since it's Southern California, another thirty minutes away is is LA, and so there's Dodgers fans too. So we have that kind of rivalry going on here. Um, yeah. And then you have your random Bay Area people of of like Oakland and <laughs> Oakland A's and and the Giants. But mainly, it's yeah, Angels, um, Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. The angels are a bit more classier. The angel fans are a bit more classier. I'm just kidding. Oh wow! Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, interesting. We don't start
1: the fights.
2: <laughs> so,
0: oh okay, okay. See, we we've got we've had shots fired. Um, yeah. at at Dodgers fans. Um, I will I will say it's okay. Dodgers There's
1: fans. a lot of good Stargers fans. I will give you them, but
0: yeah. (laughs) I will say I will never forgive Dodgers fans for the Dodgers leaving Brooklyn in the first place. So I will side with anyone against the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, but yeah, like it's there's something special about uh about like baseball, not just baseball movies, but sports movies in general. Like the there's a built-in sense of of like inspiration to it because mm-hmm. we can all get get to like that understanding very quickly and I've always wanted like after reading Superman year one and especially after uh reading some like cyborg stuff early on in the day and seeing the snyder cut of course I would love to like see um kind of like almost almost like a superhero like sports movie in a way because <laughs> wow. in Superman year one <laughs> hear me out hear me out you... <laughs> where <are> you also here <laughs> uh cyborg of course very big like origin story rooted very deeply in like football and and academics um but superman year 1 kind of like it it kind of changed my view on superman mm. and like anybody out there who dislikes superman I would very much recommend reading the superman year 1 uh issue where like the run where he's kind of like younger where he's like this fresh out of high school like college kid um mm-hmm. And he's like just getting into the world. Like it, it really changed my view on Superman because I used to think of him as just kind of yeah, you know, like this immortal weird alien that doesn't really do you know, like he he's just super powerful and there's no storylines to do with him. Um, and after reading that comic where he's like literally just trying to figure out the world because he's good at literally everything, like he's, he is he he recognizes that like yes he can think faster than everybody, so he could get a career in science and the fact that he like can play football he like tries out for a football team at college and ends up almost going pro because he's just <laughs> at it. Yeah. Like I want to, cause he's just, he's unstoppable. Like, what are you going to do? Who's going to guard him? No one can. Like, yeah. So yeah, I want to see kind of like them delving into like these, these more into like the, the young adult, like mentality of like these heroes kind of just, yeah, just de-age a couple of them, get rid of Batman. I don't need to see Batman in it. It's fine. Um, But like give me Superman, give me Supergirl, give me, you know, Cyborg, give me kind of these like these very human characters and just kind of don't even, it could be a show. It could be a short film and just don't even show me the superheroing. Just give me an entire like 45 minutes to 90 minutes of them trying to figure out life when they were like, I I know I can do almost anything. I'm unstoppable Mm -hmm. as a human being. Let me try and be normal. And I, I guess that's kind of what, Superman and Lois is to a degree.
1: It, that's so. what I was about to say. You'll you'll definitely you're just saying more things of like you're gonna definitely love Superman and Lois because um um with one of oh, I don't want to but you get that from one of the characters like they're they're putting elements of that <laughs> into one of the characters. So yeah, I'll I'll give
0: you that. Right, okay, perfect. Yeah, because I just I I love it. I love the idea of um I don't know if you've ever seen the indie film Undrafted.
2: I have. I was gonna
1: about to bring it up. Yeah, oh I was God. about to bring th- that movie up. Like I love that movie. I, I going back to the USA Network, I, my first introduction to Aaron Trevet was Graceland, and he's in it, and I freaking love it. I love that movie. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, we're like same brain right there. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love I was,
1: that so and much. then and then also thinking of saying Superman Tyler Hecklin is in that. Tyler too. Hecklin, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, like it is so good. I would love to see kind of like almost an undrafted of like a Justice League almost, right? Like we could follow Yeah. kind of one of the lesser known superheroes and they're they're like playing this game with like other lesser known superheroes, like a baseball game or something. Almost like a, it could be like a Twilight style baseball game where they know that like they can hide their powers or something. You know? Yeah, it
1: would have to be like it would have to be like a one off like special. I, I'm feeling more cartoon. Yes. Like it has to it, it it works more in a cartoon setting kind of thing. Like it would be an episode of like of something, you know, like uh, uh, it would have been an awesome episode of like Superman, the animated series for sure. Or even yes. Titans like. <laughs> yeah the OGT Titans. yeah
0: yeah yeah and it's just them like it's one character kind of like undrafted where they're kind of like they're lamenting the fact that they didn't get drafted to the Justice League mm. right?
2: and oh just, they yeah
0: want to finish this baseball game because they're like I just want to complete something because I didn't make it into the Justice League <laughs> yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah that's I that's one of the movies I want to I because I had heard about it and stuff like that. I, I watched it and then now like that's one of the ones that are on my list of of underrated movies. Um yes. because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just that this hidden indie film. Um it was um written and at least written by by um I know I know him from um from the Pacific. He's from the Pacific. One of the awesome characters in Pacific is um yeah Band of Brothers is really good but the Pacific is also good in its own right it's kind of like um doesn't get as much like uh, clout as, as yeah. Band of Brothers but I love the Pacific but yeah this guy was originally in the Pacific that's where I f- found out about him he's also was in um, Bohemian Rhapsody too recently um, it's a uh, Joseph Mazzan- Mazzanello um,
2: yeah,
1: yeah so he wrote it and uh and yeah it's just this awesome indie film yeah yeah
0: it is it's beautiful because i i I believe it if i'm not mistaken i think it might be based on it's based on one of the people who were involved it's based on his brother
1: yeah it's Um, based on joe joseph um mazzanello's brother
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's, it's like it was one of those things where it's like it's so beautiful um because like we've all we've all had uh, if we ourselves haven't been in that situation we've all had kind of family who were uh, I had a I had a cousin who was uh, scouted to go like D one football ready to go and like at the last moment the coach for for the team changed and mm. he already had a team that he had in mind so my cousin got cut oh wow and, like he was like the level of heartbreak that like that he had. Um, was like palpable it was it was like everybody in the family felt it everybody was extremely torn up about it because they're like you you know you had this amazing opportunity that you were excited about like i mean i i grew up with this kid so he's like i remember him being out out in the yard like 4 a.m doing drills like he played football his entire life to like get to that moment and it mm-hmm. just fell through and i was like that broke everybody's heart yeah movie kind of like encapsulates that and i was like oh
1: Mm -hmm. yeah my my cousin had um was a really good baseball player and he was like on that road but i think he got an injury and just never came back from it and and stuff like that he tried to do like 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 in undrafted that kind of team and stuff like that and the just never got anywhere he's doing great right now so i'm glad of that but but yeah it's just yeah have those kind of stories and it it definitely um it that movie definitely like yeah captures that essence and also just like going back to just it just comes down to the love of the game you know like um mm-hmm. i know for my cousin like he he coaches his um his, his son's baseball team and and loves it and stuff like that and so yeah
0: yeah, like it is. It's one of those things where, um, I guess I, I was like reading something this morning, uh, where they were talking about like doing what you're good at, and because mm-hmm. it's something that you feel like you have to do, like you're drawn to it, and if you and if you could sustain yourself on anything else, you would do it for free. You know, like it's you can't give it up no matter what. Like even if something okay. happens, you'll find a way to be involved in it and that's kind of like it it feels very beautiful to like kind of see that sort of thing on screen and in real life cuz my cousin is now uh he's like filming um like football like he does like the cinematography for uh for football games around in his town.
1: Oh, it's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, you, you bounce back, you know, but like so um before we get out of here cuz it's been it's been an hour and 17 minutes. That's wild. Uh mm. So before we, before we get out of here, I just wanted to ask before we leave, what is in the, in the comics, if it's Green Lantern, that is fine or Green Arrow, that is fine. uh, What is your favorite character from the comics? And if, and what is your favorite storyline from that character that you would recommend people read?
1: Oh yeah. So, so like I have like for... Each, each like kind of big or independent DC model, Marvel, I have like my favorites of all of them that I, um, so for, of course, yeah, like DC Green Arrow is my favorite. Um, series that I love, uh, it's my favorite series is Sounds of Violence by Kevin Smith. Um, Quiver is pretty good. That was the first run of him. But then, um, the uh, second half is Sounds of Violence, which, um brought a a villain that um kevin smith himself created um and invented called onomatopoeia (gasps) and i yeah and i even though kevin smith thinks that that it can't be done in 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 live action i think it can be done in live action that's the one like adaptation of to like a movie um i would love to to write myself if i could (laughs) but yeah um I love that that series really good the um he wrote those two and then it continued on from that with the same kind of like um line of stories which is pretty enjoyable too but that's the that's the run that I love of of um Green Arrow um for Marvel I I love uh Iron Man um don't can't think of a particular series right now for him um but I like his comics, pretty enjoyable. Um, and then for the independent, like I said um, earlier, Umbrella Academy, um, because of the boy and number five and the run of um, of Dallas is my favorite, favorite um, run.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. When, when it comes to Iron Man, I always usually, uh, I usually fall back on just telling people like, hey, read Demon in the Bottle. Like it's... Mm-hmm solid it's a it's probably one of the better well-known or I'll mess with people if they're like new to comic books uh I'll mess with them and tell them to to like read Civil War yeah just with no no prompting whatsoever no like no I, yeah up.
1: yeah I did I did for myself and but um I I love so I, I love Civil War Civil War is pretty an awesome series and definitely like yeah breaking um of that kind of Thing and stuff like that yeah um winter soldier is a pretty good series too um uh his his introduction is really good too um i i i like winter soldier also
0: yeah oh yeah it is Mm -hmm. it is wonderful like you yeah like you said uh civil war is great it brought me one of my favorite characters penance uh Mm. because i was a very big speedball fan um when I was a kid, because he just he was very happy, you know, he just bounced mm-hmm. around all over the place, like he was, he was just speedball. And then uh, he becomes penance, and I was like, okay, this is the, like right around the time where you know, like I was getting, I was getting more and more into like emo music and whatever. Uh, so that <laughs> character was like perfect, right there at that time. I was like, yeah, uh, perfect. Uh, I'm sad. <laughs> the <character's> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's 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 very great. Um, I don't know. I, I guess. And then for for DC, I can I, I I don't know what, who is a really good character from DC that I really love. Uh, I know, like, I guess I, I don't know. go go and read like a like an outsider's comic like Metamorpho has some really good stuff for, um, ooh, actually Animal Man. Animal Man is really solid is very, very, very much an underrated character Uh, in in the DC kind of lore. I guess he gets overshadowed by Beast Boy a lot. Um which Beast Boy is great, but Animal Man has has had some really good like reading uh like Secrets of the Red I think it's called, um mm-hmm. where he and Swamp Thing kind of team up and they they try and like deal with all the metaphysical like representations of like animals and plants around the world while like fighting demons for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like it's a really kind of in depth kind of uh discussion almost about you know climate change and and how like human humanity's kind of ruining the environment and the ecosystem of a lot of stuff and just told through you know them fighting uh demons in a in a animal world like it's like it's it's very weird and very odd uh but most animal man comics are like they're very they're very fun um mm-hmm. but yes uh ariel mhm tell the people where they can find you around the interwebs
1: yeah so like I said at the beginning um, I'm part of a podcasting company called underrated Pod. Uh, I mean undercast company um, so you can find us on um, Instagram Twitter um, our email address of undercast company at gmail.com you could send any recommendations of um, underrated movies or or any like ask me if you, you, there's any Movies that I've never seen, and I might add them to my list of of movies to talk about. Um, so so yeah, that's where you could find me. Um, and at the beginning of every month, I have my podcast of "You've Never Seen Question Mark Exclamation Mark" where um, and then uh, underrated comes out biweekly. So yeah,
0: yeah, go uh, go listen to all of those things because I I do very much enjoy underrated. And I'm going to uh, listen to the other things as well. That way, uh, you know, I can catch up and kind of uh, enjoy. I like listening to you guys when I'm um, when I'm like writing. Uh, oh, great. I'm glad. Much, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Derek laughs every time I tell him that Uh, that the Speed Racer episode is my favorite because I love that movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no it's definitely it's the one that kickstarted started us it was our first episode um definitely enjoy it i mean i th- i think we've gotten better with age um <laughs> we, uh, but um and i'm enjoying you know I, I enjoy every um episode you know even if we get into arguments or or you know or just like going off tan- on pop culture tangents it's just always an awesome show to record
0: yeah, it, it very much feels that way from uh from the listener's side, uh, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can uh you can find me around the internet places uh on Twitter at Morgan L Brooks, where I I usually am ranting about something, uh, usually probably something to do with Star Wars or uh, or comic books. I don't know. You'll you'll find out when you go follow it. Uh, on Instagram at Morgan L underscore Brooks, uh, where you can see photographs of me try when i remember to actually take pictures of uh of things that i'm like on set or whatever um and then you can find me everywhere else like i guess the twitch tiktok youtube uh soundcloud for like soundtracks that i've made for shows um on at hidden time lord h-i-d-d-e-n-t-i-m-e-l-o-r-d um thank you for listening to this uh i had fun uh ariel i don't know if you had fun you can tell me
2: oh yeah it.
1: <laughs> no it was really fun i just love going on like a pop culture you know spiral on different things and going off tangents and leading to other discussions and stuff like that
0: yeah no it was, it was very enjoyable anytime you want to come back that's perfectly uh you know whatever just shoot me a message uh, mm-hmm. and we'll you know we'll hop back on and it'll be great um so thank you people for listening thank you ariel for joining me and uh as as always um, I'll see you next time next week. Yeah, sure. Um with another episode of this. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Thanks for being amazing, everyone.